Today on Astro Zero Twitter Spaces, we have a very important person in the Polygon community. She's a photographer, storyteller, AI artist, Twitter space host, and most importantly, a very proud and fantastic mother. Uh, we got Vanessa with us. How are you, Vanessa? Wow, thank you so much for that intro. I really appreciate it. Uh -huh. It touched my heart. Thank you. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm actually, you know, sitting down for the day after being alone one. Um, I was looking forward to be here. Excited. You know, one thing I always think about um, when I hear your name and, and hear you talking is that the first thing that you always say is you put your children first ahead of uh, any type of art that we're talking about. You come in here and the first thing I always hear you talking about is I'm making my kids pancakes. I'm making my kids breakfast. And then like you hear them yelling in the background. So when I think of you, the first thing I think of is uh, a caring mother. So um, it's just cool that we kind of have like that little. That's that's like the thing that grabs my attention when I see you come into the room uh, before anything else. Um, thank you so much. So how many kids do you have? I have two boys. Um, my oldest son, his name is Alan, and he just turned two years old on the sixth this month, and my youngest is seven months old. So I'm a new mom. Um, I guess, you know, I was like, let's get this and let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, um, what, what got you into NFTs? Um, like what was, what was the thing that kind of spawned you into getting into the NFT world and which collection that you have up because you have several of them was the, the first one that you had posted for sale? All right. So, um, I got I got into NFT basically due to like investing in crypto and like when Chip came around, Shiva, you know, um, you know, I, I guess I was into like investing a lot and watching all these YouTube videos and I ran to this guy, your pop and this other dudes um, talking about this collection called Bad Baby Dinos and. Um, I guess I did pretty well investing in some of the coins they suggested. And I was like, okay, what's Bad Baby Dinos? And before that, it was like Chiva Inu. And uh, all this coin, you know, uh, I saw like half as basically all these NFTs went. And I was like, what is this? So when I heard that Bad Baby Dinos, I was like, I can't miss out on this. Like, if if I'm going to become, like, a millionaire, how, how easy they make it. So, you know, I'm like, I had to get to NFT. And I basically got into NFT as a collector. Um, I was on the Ethereum, I guess, uh, blockchain until I ran into Beluga. And that's how it went for me. And uh I was like, you know, more than amazed that he added me to this artist group where I connected and I saw so many talented people and basically um, making their art as NFT. They, they kind of opened my mind up and I'm like, you know, I have all this art that I want to share, I have all these ideas that I want to create. And I think this is for me and uh, that's how like my journey started. And um, yes. How, 
hear about them? Did you hear about them like on TV or did you like on Facebook? Well, uh, on YouTube. Like, you know, I will be like doing stuff around the house. That's my youngest. I'm spinning him around. You might find me like running out of breath, <laughs> but I'm playing at the same time. So uh, I will like, you know, do things around the house and like uh, I had like my side little jobs um, uh, for like there's this uh, application like Amazon Torque that you complete like um, tasks like, you know, they're basically AI tasks like that. Like, well, not AI. It's like basically you can do things that it. The, the computer cannot do for you um, as a side gig. And I was investing in the crypto because since I became a mom, I decided kind of to leave all the, everything I had and raise them for like the first three years or their life until they're able to talk and express themselves. And, and, and yeah, I mean, that's like, uh, like uh, that's how about my, my journey been. And then, you know, around the house when I was like doing all these things, I would like use my speaker and watch the whole day like uh, videos about crypto. And then until we got into NFTs, and that's how that's how I learned basically on YouTube. Like you know, it's a, I guess a platform where everybody goes and learn. And I became obsessed, like reading uh, news and everything about crypto. And I'm like. You know, I started like telling my family what this crypto movement was about. Then I joined Discord, and oh my god, yeah, that's when things got real. I joined it like a, a crypto community. Uh, until I got tired of basically being robbed because people were so hyped and took some coins, and they're like, "Oh, buy this coin, it's gonna make you rich." And then I was like, you know, oh, I'm gonna invest. And then five seconds later, oh. We got right. <laughs> so I was like, it's not for me. And then I ran into this thread in the Discord that they were talking about NFTs. And then, you know, I joined the Baby Dino. That That's where I met, like, Rama Love Crypto. Like, a bunch of people that are part of the community now. Um, Grandma, basically, she was not on um, OpenSea. Like, she only has some, like, piece at the beginning in Ethereum. And then I was like, hey, Grandma, you know, we have the Polygon community, like, and you can basically man for free uh, and, you know, gas, you, you know, no gas and all this. And she was like, what? And then, you know, uh, we kind of tied together. She's mom and um, I, I am mom, I'm sorry, and she's grandma. And I always, even though that she is grandma, I tell her that I am her mom. So when you said that, when I come here in the spaces, you see me as a carry person. I guess that's how I am becoming, not just to my kids, but to everyone that I run in the spaces. So lately you've been using a lot of uh, AI art I, I've seen. Now, uh, this is something that interests me because myself, personally, I'm, I'm not really a very artistic person. So uh, I have messed around with a couple um, programs like Night Cafe. And, um, you know, I kind of do, like, little cool things with it, but I'm not really, like, 100% certain on how to do it. Now, if I if I wanted to get into AI art, would I, would I need, like, a pretty powerful computer in order to generate stuff? Or could I kind of do it with, uh, you know, like a laptop, let's say, that I buy at Best Buy? 
Well, not like not not really. Um, I can tell you. Listen, I st- I discover that's why my AI collection, my first one, is called Vance Discover AI, because it was actually two days before um, my creative owl had his Christmas event, and basically I made some and I was showing it in the Polygon community, and everybody was like, "What?" And I meant it, and people started buying right away, and I meant it like 50, and, and they were selling within seconds. People were like, you know, are these butts buying it? And anyone so well. And as I started, like, playing, and I started in night cafe, like, you know, everything started, like, getting better, and I guess people started liking the art. I started getting feedback, and I continue. But when I started, I started, like I said, on night cafe, and it was from my phone and it was from a computer. You can do it from your, um, any, I guess, smart device that you can log into the internet, like a browser and you just go there, log into your account and you're set. Unless you, you know, now that you have gained experience, you go to the bigger programs. Like, you know, Google has its own like AI. Uh, there's another Nebula platform coming out that you can create AI. I mean, there's a bunch out there. Um, you just have to do, like, you know, your research and see what suits you the best and what you, you know, what you think you can um, do. Because um, it can be a little challenge. Like, Night Cafe is really friendly user. But then when you get to the other one, it's like, what is this? <laughs> but it's really fun and I, I recommend it to everyone to try it especially if you feel like you're not an artist and you have too many things in your head and you're a creative person write whatever you have in your head so what do you have to do you have to change like a whole bunch of different parameters and then it'll it'll render um whatever the computer generates and then if you don't like it you could kind of revert back to your original image and and try it over again well, like on the night cafe is actually like even easier than that. You can use like for text prompts, um, and you describe the image, and you can add modifiers, and you know you can enhance. Like you can run it like from <laughs> whenever you you feel like okay, I read it and this is the image. I like how it looks. Okay, you go for it. Um, but night cafe is. It's really simple, like like that, and you can also use your your own photography, you know. And I'm not gonna say like don't like I don't really suggest people going and using whatever's on the internet. Like you know, try to use yours. Like when it comes to landscape, I use my own real photography um to get my AI, and 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 yeah, and then like you know when you get to the Google ones and all that, that's when you get to those options and it becomes difficult. That's when you basically have an artist working from four hours today running an image um, because, you know, they're trying to run and make the perfect image that they have in their head instead of Night Cafe that is, like I said, a, a little more easier. Yeah, it was very easy for me when I went on there. Like, I, I know absolutely nothing about any of this stuff. And... I don't know if it was good what I did, but I did something, and that kind of made me feel like I accomplished a little bit, even though I'm not like, when I tell you, I'm like a really horrible like artist. Like, I'm not good visually transposing things. I'm more like um, with music and stuff. Like, I'm better like that. Like, I could 
play a song relatively quickly if you like hum it to me and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm much more better with the auditory than the visual type side of art. But we all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses. But the Night Cafe and like AI art and stuff like that is always interested in me because I'm like, I might be able to make something good here. And uh, you know, I did some like silly stuff here and there, but it was fun. I liked it. Um, that's probably what I'm going to get into if I actually decide to drop like uh, my own drawn NFT project, probably with an AI type art. Um, have you collaborated with any other artists in the Polygon community yet and made like a, a dual collection with them? Well, I have, well, on February before we had the broken seat. See, I was supposed to drop some news with my creative owls. Like, uh, we're planning to drop a collection in March of AI owls. Uh, they've been made for a while already since December, and I really love them. Uh, so that's like one of my biggest collab. I decided to like, you know, I was like, I'm gonna stay exclusive to them. <laughs> and another collab that I that is they're working on recently is with Free Spirits NFT. Um, so they're making uh, an NFT kind of more like a spirit by ghost and. I also write uh, spirit stories for them, and I kind of took a break from my spirit stories uh, because I guess like life is too many things going on right now, and I, I'm too tired sometimes to stay up and wait for them to tell me their story. So um, I knocked out, and that's like mostly the two collapses I have going on, and also I became the storyteller for uh, Sweaty Jetty. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, heard them before. They're on the Ethereum network. And yes, I'm right now working on my jukebox so I can, you know, put my project on the capsule. Yeah, I went into your spatial gallery earlier today and I saw that you have like some sleepy pirate stuff in there too. Well, this is more like a tribute to, Spear, uh, to him for basically like telling me, hey girl, get in here. Like I need someone to be my co-host or can you host some like, you know, spaces. So he motivated me actually to be more active and it has worked a lot um, for me, like being able to do that. So I was like, you know, like Sleepy, you have done so much to me that I have to support you. And He's a great friend that when I wake up, I have a message from Sleepy, like, you know, we have even FaceTime each other, and then he always makes fun of me, like, he says I'm, I'm a witch, and he calls me Jennifer. <laughs> so, I was like, this 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 guy makes me laugh, I'm like, you know, I am married, and I have kids, like, you know, so, I don't take the flirting part, but besides that, you have an awesome and amazing heart, and you do so much for the community, so like Sleepy, I support him a lot, and you know, like when he's feeling down, I'm like, "What's going on?" I try to make him laugh, and I guess that's why I'm awesome here in the spaces to like, I guess help a lot of people. And Sleepy is one of you know my favorite friends out there. <laughs> so, would you consider your main collection um, Vance Discovers AI or? you kind of equally weight all of your collections like what one if if you wanted somebody if somebody said let me see the nfts that you make what's the collection that you would you would show them first 
Okay. So I will say like, uh, yes, I guess I will show them best Discover AI because it, it was it, it's, it's the one that has been more successful at the point. Um, it has at the moment 46 holders and those 46 holders, well, most of them own more than one piece and um, it's the one that people have connected more, especially here in the spaces for being colorful and for being with artificial intelligence and from the feedback I got in, so um, that's the one that I promote. But I also like to be known as a photographer uh, because uh, I know photography is like something that is coming in the spaces as well. Like every, I guess, artist has its moment and I'm trying to add motion to my photography. So if you go on my Metaverse Museum, there's a portal called A Treat to Peace, which is another collection of <laughs> that I have, uh, and those um, right now, I believe I have only 13 Manta, but I plan to have more because they're based on the trips What's up, Pablo? <laughs> that I have taken across the United States, and they're my adventures, and you know, you can see me, you know, basically on a tent in the middle of the mountain. Wow, baby's really vocal today, huh? Yes, he likes to hear mom, and he's like, you know, yes, like I take these trips and I go on these hikes with my mom and my and my brother. His first hiking trip was a four month at Mount Evans. So you know, it's like when I say I'm the storyteller, it's because I'm, I guess, I'm telling like stories and my stories, and I guess the people I have met on all these trips. I'm looking at some of your photography. It's fantastic. I'm looking at the one um, right now in Wyoming with the rainbow going across the sky. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I promise, like, I really want to finish, you know, some of my projects and, like, get it done, finish the collection. And then I really hope to get back to photography and have the chance to sit down and be able to to edit this, um, um, I guess, photos. Uh, when I went with a photography collection, it was, you know, basically the first official collection that I made. And someone here in the space, he inspired me uh, because he saw that, you know, I was growing fast and I was connecting with people and people would like to retweet me. And um, I just had a lot of engagement. And he came to me and he said, can you please like make a retweet of my artwork? Because... I need to go to therapy. Like, I don't expect you to buy it, but I'm not having a good time, and I just want people to support me. And that, to me, was like, it touched me. Like, I, like, I built this connection with this person that, that I was like, you know, I, if, I, if I don't have the money or I, I can, like, I have to do this. And I came after meeting him with so many people that have kind of the same issue. And I, ha I was like, I have to do something like, you know, if I create art, let me go ahead and use my art and see how I can help. And I, uh, the collections that I have so far, like, you know, money that I have there, I plan to donate it to mental health organizations and everything related to mental health. Yes, please start. You have something for Vanessa. Of course I do. <laughs> Vanessa. Um... What do I say? Uh, first of all, I want to play your favorite song if you want to. <laughs> and she's an amazing 
leader and supporter of our community. She showcases all the pieces that she got from uh, anyone around. And also uh, she donates 50%. I mean, who does it? 50% of her profits to the um, her friends' projects. And I am, I guess, one of them. <laughs> she showcases five or more pieces from my collection. And yeah, thank you for that. And who is your favorite? So, um, I have a question for you. Um, because, like I was saying, like with AI art, I always, I always kind of try to pick people's brains, things that I, I might want to go into, because I, I don't always get a chance to talk to people about stuff. Now, is, is there a concern when you do AI, AI artwork, um, with the subject that you use that might flag some like copyright problems or um, anything like that where you could actually get in trouble or or even if like the the artwork might get pulled down um, are you concerned with that or is it something that you could kind of as long as you're altering it to a certain effect there's no issues as far as like violations and stuff go well i believe in the second factor that you mentioned you know like uh, me um, when it comes to AI, I try to use my own poetry. Like I said, I write stories. So some of the poetry, when I talk about my collection, is basically based on my taste and futuristic visions and stuff like that. So I try to make it unique as possible. When it comes to poetry that someone is asking me, hey, can you make a Spider-Man or like, you know, a face? I, I really don't try to use any imagery in that them out there. Like, and I try to, like, I, I, I have to run a lot. And I spend a lot of credit, basically, sometimes when I make my faces. But I guess I have become, like, good at making portraits. Because when I run this this AI, um, I basically, like, uh, describe it as my photography process. I like a lot of photo portrait photography, the faces and stuff like that. So... When I'm there uh, typing the prompts, it's like, you know, I'm putting how I, I, I image, like how I imagine the picture. Like, okay, this is a face I really want to have. I put something like precise detail, detail image, like uh, um, detail, like um, art, photo illustration. So I try to make that AI look like a photography and then the photography goes and makes it itself. Um, Let's say with the collab that I did with Ayo, he did give me his permission to use his artwork and go ahead and, you know, add my style when it comes to uh, my AI that is a bit psychedelic. Um, but 
you know, I suggest like when it comes to AI, just play with it. Um, and I guess regardless, whatever image that you use, uh, when you put your imagination, it's going to come out with something different. Like, you know, unless that AI, you didn't put no prompt and it's giving you like, it's a logo, let's say of Apple, of the Rolling Stones, and you get the same exactly image. Okay, basically, yes, you can get in trouble. But I also try when it comes to AI and I'm doing tribute to artists and stuff like that. I don't really try to put like the whole name. I kind of put like, you know, oh, one of the best writers. And then at the bottom of the description, you see, oh, it's Stan Lee. But it's not like I'm really saying, oh, this is Stan Lee. Like, no, because I'm trying to prevent all those issues that, you you know, other artists might be worried about. Okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I understand now. Because um, the few times that I did generate stuff, it was just like stock images and stuff from, the, well, not stock images. So, like, let's say uh, I took a picture of Eminem from Google and then I put it into the AI. Then I would post it on like Eminem subreddit and be like, look what I did. But something like that, I would think, like, if it's not completely altered, could probably get you in some shit, at least from the person who. I would think takes the photograph, even if like Eminem doesn't own it, somebody owns the properties to that specific photograph. So I think that could probably get you in trouble if you're not really good with it. Correct. Yes, correct. And you know, I'm going to tell you something like when I, I like I started and I spent like not even, I think three months with AI and I recently also discovered because I'm discovering everything and like, you know, as I discover, I want to upgrade and learn new things. But they were like, oh, people were saying, oh, yes, when, you know, I use like photos, images to create AI. And I'm like, what? And I'm here trying to like become, you know, a poet and trying to like, you know, write these lines and be like a deep thinker to create this art. And other people are like, you know, to get the image is like they use other things that it even becomes easier, but at the same time, like, I don't really recommend it unless you own it, um, you know, to to create, just in case you, you never know who can come and say, hey, that's my art. Or maybe if Nike Cafe comes and say, hey, I know what you're doing and we recognize that image and that's not yours. All right. That's good to know. I don't want to get sued by anybody. <laughs> that's the first thing that I don't want to happen. My first collection I'm just getting sued by fucking everybody on the planet. That would not be good. Um, so tell me, tell me about Moms Talk Crypto. I saw that linked on your your um, link tree, and you also have a Twitter uh, page on it. So can, can you tell me a little bit about this? Of of course. So when I started on these spaces, um, you know, I told you that I started with the crypto, and before I even thought, hey, no, I'm gonna become an NFT artist. I was like, hey, I want to create this Instagram um, page and this YouTube channel, and I'm going to become this uh, social media influencer that I'm going to have a Twitch and everything, and I'm going to educate everyone about, like, you know, crypto and <laughs> stocks and all this. So this is was me, like, thinking about, like, you know, and another realm of NFT. And it came like that. Um I had one of my friends that, you know, she saw that I was like, uh, 
getting a lot of gains investing in crypto. And she will ask me, hey, in what country I invest? Can you tell me, like, help me? How do I start? And I started giving so much people these advices until I was like, no, what if I just create a platform and then I tell everyone there? Um, this friend, she came aboard. So it was, and she's a mom. We have like two kids. It's basically like, you know, we decided to be like, you know what? Today we're going to make kids and they're going to have the same birthdays and everything. So, you know, um, we decided to create mom stock crypto. But then she had to go to, uh, through a different um, route, and I stayed, like, basically being mom stock crypto. And then I created my Discord, where I have people, um, basically most of them were into NFTs. And, and so, you know, I, I mentioned my own collection that people in the spaces, I, I went to the Stoner Cats podcast uh, with Ash Brandon, you know, basically the Incredibles, Disney, you're uh and I guess and the podcast and on YouTube they announced me as well. Oh, thank you, Mom Stop Crypto for being here. And a lot of people connected with me, like you said, because when I come to the spaces I'm like, Hey, I have my two kids, so you might hear like I have a kindergarten going on. So also yeah, attached to like Beluga when I went to his space, like my kids were like screaming and I'm like, Oh my God, I felt so embarrassed. And I'm like, I'm sorry. He's like, no, 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 don't worry. Come. And they and Jay, they kept inviting me and they're all like, okay, I'm going to go. And they're like, when I used to show up again, it would be like, I don't know, two weeks later. And I would go on talking for like, I don't know, almost an hour. And they're like, okay, Vanessa, you have to come here every day so you can share like, you know, your, um, success and every small steps and stones and milestones and everything you want to celebrate you can share with with us daily instead of just coming in one day and sharing everything so uh, i ran to grandma and we just connected into like so many labels and it became to this situation that we came like we became like best friends and I was like, you know, she was like, Vanessa, you you remind me of my sister that passed away. And I guess I felt like a different connection to her. And I'm like, I, I actually feel I'm more like your mom. And then, you know, I just decided to say, oh, I guess I'm mom's talk crypto. And I ended up building a metaverse museum called Mom's Talk Crypto NFT Museum, where I want to include the whole community and basically express everyone, you know, the my nature of being a mom and a, a care for everyone. You know, when I come here, I care about everyone. When I come here in the spaces, I try to be the best version of me. So I can actually share the best energy to others if someone is not feeling good. I'm really like sensible with energies. I can perceive them. So I guess I, I'm a little of a healer, so um, I guess I, I feel like I am a mom to a lot. And on this Metaverse Museum, like I told you at the beginning, I want to have mental, like, you know, my projects are about mental health, and I want to have mental health utilities where um, I want to have a yoga instructor come in, and you have, like, a yoga class on the Metaverse. I'll bring, like, a motivational speaker, you know, like, to help you even, you know, in the spaces, it can get a lot of, it could get a lot of addictive. 
And <laughs> even with, you know, like technology addiction, being here the whole state, like someone that can tell you in the metaverse, hey, I know you're enjoying this, but it's good to step away, like have meditations and all these things, even psychologists. And this is something that I'm working towards the future. I also plan, you know, to build other things that I cannot really talk because they're under non-disclosure agreement. But I can say that it's related artificial intelligence and mental health. Um, maybe these two words, when I say it here, it might give others ideas of what I'm talking. And when I say my metaverse, um, I recently got accepted to the University of Advanced Technology. I'm going to get a bachelor's degree in artificial intelligence, and I'm going to be basically taking virtual reality as well. Um, so I can actually be able to build these things that are non-disclosure agreement and, and, you know, the things I want for the community. At the same time, I'm playing with AI. I'm trying to learn 3D because when you go to oh, my Metaverse Museum, big things, 3D things are my things. So you were talking about uh, mental health, and I saw in a few of your collections that you're going to donate um, proceeds from your sales to um, mental health awareness. Have you decided on any like specific organizations that you're going to do this with? Is this going to be something? Is the money going to go into this uh, metaverse that you're you're talking about in order to fund these activities? Like you know, you were saying the yoga instructors or the motivational speakers. How, what's your what's your plan as far as how the charity aspect is going to work? Okay, the charity aspect, I was actually thinking today, I was like, okay, I know I am soon about to receive a large sum of money. And like, I plan to mend 333 for my AI. And I was like, what if I, without even me menting, like, you know, the 333 and being sold out, I think I might donate that money earlier before I do that, you know, so I can actually show, you know, people, hey, I really want to do this. Um, Gummy, um, LSD, like I seen, he has sent me links of organizations that, you know, he has donated so much. So I expect to connect with the leaders here on the uh, Polygon community or the NFT community that can suggest me a mental health organization. I'm also going to give, like, you know, my holders on my Discord the, uh, a chance for them to suggest where I can, you know, donate this money if it's related about mental health. And um, when it comes to the metaverse and building all these meditations and, you know, like motivational speakers, it's a part of another project that there's investors in it. And, you know, they're the one that's going to help me happen. And basically, I'll help first from my other collections and my even my own pocket uh, whatever side money i make i'm gonna i plan to basically use that money and invest uh at the same time like 50 percent of my sales from my current collections i invested on emerging artists and people that are here on like you know uh like sleepy i bought some of his pieces and he's already part of the metaverse and this that's like you know um, for me to host all these events, like I, I want to make the the museum interesting, that people go there and be like, have this like different level of experience, and hopefully the plans is to have like a huge like amusement park with like parts of the brains, and you know, tells you what every part of the brain does, and people can learn more about it, and 
you can actually have more control or even your thoughts and everything around you when you start noticing even like when you have mental attacks and like okay what's going on you start understanding yourself and this is something that I want to add and there's a lot of artists uh, well not a lot but uh, a, a big group that is part of this project uh, here in the spaces and you know I guess they're waiting on me and uh, but it's so many things going on at the same time, the pride and business plans and trying to make all these things happen and put the puzzles together and be like on the lookout, like trying to find all those rare gems and the spaces that can help me make all these things and build a team. I love the idea behind the Metaverse Museum. Um, it like in my, I, it's so weird that we call it real life. In real life, like like we have two separate lives nowadays. Like my brain is stuck in a in a social media platform. But let me go back to what I was saying. In real life, I really like going to museums. I I really enjoy um, going through museums and walking through. Them. The problem with museums, like physical museums that we go to, is they hardly ever change. Like a lot of times, it's the same stuff. And if I go three years from now, there might be one or two new exhibits. The metaverse is going to give us an opportunity to have a lot of fluidity where we could kind of change things up and make things fresh all the time. So people might go this week, check out the exhibits, and then a week from now, we might have completely different stuff in there, which you can't really do. Like the Museum of Natural History in New York City is one of my favorites that I've ever been to. But I only go there once every couple of years because the same shit every time I go in there. So I really do like the idea of having like a metaverse museum. I think that's pretty killer. I think that's a really awesome idea that you got going on there, Vanessa. You know, that's like um, one of my favorite museums as well. Like I, uh, I used to work um, for Toys R Us corporates and I had to travel like uh, I, re- I was raised in South Florida. So I had to travel a lot, a lot to New Jersey and Bank of America, the car, it gave you like at the beginning of the first weekend or something like that. Uh, of the month, like tickets for you to go to the museum. You can check out certain lists. And it was my date every month. You know, I'm like, and especially when I got to travel around, um, I, I feel like I'm a gypsy. I'm a hiker. I'm always looking for an adventure, traveling. Like it can be in this state, outside uh, the country. And I always want to check the museums and the history everywhere I go. So, I was like, you know what? What if I make a metaverse museum? And like you said, you know, this is a way for us to always keep fresh and put new things. Because I tell people, hey, if you want me to display some of your art and um, basically, you know, you maybe transfer it to someone else or you're going to sell it, let me know. And so I can take it out because I don't want other people coming and being like, hey, who gave you permission to put my artwork there? Um, and Right now, I believe, like, you know, that museum has more value since uh, my creative owl, he has a portal of the museum and two of my other portals to my collections on on the Polygon Social. And he created this space for me that people go there and they're like, oh, who's that? And, you know, and when they actually go in there, they're like, oh, what is this? Is something cool? Um, I have some portals that I have still not published because... Uh, I have a lot of NFT that I have collected from people and people have donated to me that, you know, I have to like basically upload them to Spatial 
but I want to create every room different. Like, you know, on the first room, I gave a tribute to animated, sleepy. I have coin laundry. I want to make a tribute to grandma. I want to make, make, make a tribute to, you know, owl, like secret, like everyone here. Like for secret, I make this space that looked like Star Wars, you know. I had like um, um, R2-D2 basically with Leah um, Holden uh, from Sacred Project. So I put like an R2-D2 and a lifesaver in front of her. So I want basically pay a tribute to every artist. I want to put labels. I want to be able for people to know who who owns it. So I want to make it just like a museum, how you go inside the museum and then you start reading about the art and everything. That's how I envision it to be. And then at the same time, you know, what if now you have experiences here? I start hosting spaces. I want to connect more with the AI community and maybe host more spaces with AI and AI artists and um, those all these whole things that we can all network and uh, you know maybe even take this to Web too. That people that they don't know how to join the metaverse can see all these things also from Web two. So tell me about the spaces that you host. Uh, what time and and uh, day of the week do you do it? Who is who's the people that host it with you? Um, and what kind of topics do you guys generally talk about? Well, I can say that I, I usually now co-host and today I was a speaker is with Grandma, Love Crypto and Sleepy Spy Pirate. Uh, my days are usually on Wednesday that I'm supposed to host and I try to have like uh, that space. You know, I say the oh the goal is an hour, sometimes it goes for an hour and thirty minutes to two. And like when I host, I want it, uh, since it's the, like, you know, the main day of the week, I want to know what everyone is up to. Like, have you like uh, achieved 50% of your goals? So it's more like an open topic. Um, everyone, you know, can talk freely. And then sometimes I say, you know what? I don't want people to share. I want people to actually get to know each other. But then if we have that chance, people do share their projects. And um, from and that's at 5 p.m. Um, Easter time, and then Sleepy, he's co. I mean, he hosts this spaces like Monday through Friday. Grandma goes in there. Like I took a week off, but I'm trying to get in. Now he has BB in there, and I always try to be at uh, my create my creative show with Mega and Creative Owl as a speaker. Uh, be there, uh, and then whenever I can go visit belugas um i don't hold those spaces but i try to be active on those so did you just drop a new collection today vanessa yes i i did uh i dropped this um collection um i have not made one self of it but it is okay um it's called ai discovers love it might look like a valentine collection but it actually, when you read uh, the description, it says that, you know, I want to be able to appreciate love and any other day, not just Valentine's Day, you know, like appreciate, like in my case, my kids, my family, like my husbands, the friends that I have in real life and the spaces. And um, that's the collection that I have. Uh, I Every day I was listing, I made 14 and I was listing it at 214 p.m. mountain time and i list them at 0 to 14 which it looks like a valentine's collection um 
I do plan, you know, like um, if I do sales, uh, the, the plan is to use 50% as well and keep investing in back in emerging artists so I could keep building this metaverse world um, for them. Um, like I said, I want to use other collections um, to help me also with the things I want to, I want to do. So what's the price point that you put on the collection? On this one, 0 0.0214. But since it's Valentine's Day, I am accepting bits, and I was planning to give one away here. You're going to give one away, huh? Yes. <laughs> uh, because it's Valentine, you know, like I said, okay, this, you know, it doesn't sell. Like, this is something, a different style of AI for me. Um, I was using Diffusion. And and it's not really like so psychedelic like the other one. It's it's it, you know AI thought more about it than you know he, than just being more artistic when it came to this collection. And I also gave a 3D effect to these images. So when you see, I believe like for 24 seconds, it plays an MP4 for you. And I went and I added, I believe, some prop, uh, some levels and everything, you know, and a little poetry to them. It's a pretty cool collection. What made you decide to do um, a Valentine's collection as, as an art version as opposed to some other type of art? Well, this show. <laughs> this show, and um, I go to this artificial intelligence show that is actually going right now, the Artificial Creative Host. And he was talking about this, um, I guess, new uh, way of art. And he was asking, have you guys tested? And I'm like, I need to test it now. And, and you know, and then it meant so much to me that you told me, Let, let's have this on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, wow, you have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm going to try to be the sweetest as I can. Um, it is an important day. And thank you so much for that. So it's basically because of this show. And and I made it not really thinking about like, oh, a big roadmap or anything. It was more like if I make a self, I'll donate it back. If not, I'll accept some bit. If not, I'll give it to the community. But it was for me to have fun and try something new because I want to create 3D. And, you know, I guess I started with the first thing, uh, playing with 3D frame. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I dig it. Really colorful, um, very detailed. And I like that you kind of incorporated everything as being like 14th. You know, the price is even, you know, February 14th, 14 total items. I don't know, it was kind of cute. I, I, I liked it. Are you, you planning on doing this with other holidays as we get closer? Are you going to do like an Easter drop or uh, maybe a St. Patrick's Day drop or 4th of July or anything like that? Do you have any of that in mind, or is this just something that you wanted to experiment with? Well, um, I, my main plan right now to go um, is to finish maintaining my 333 pieces. Uh, since it's a whole psychedelic collection, since you, if you read my uh, the pin tweet that it talks about Band Discovers AI, which is a collection that you know it takes you on a psychedelic trip without any substance, like. I want to be able to finish that one and then now play with other styles. You know, you hear a lot of artists, they're like, oh, no, we're open to playing all these styles. And that's amazing. I am open as well. Um, and I am playing behind and I'm just not maintaining at the moment. 
uh, because, you know, I want to conclude this project and see if it goes well, and then from there move to something else. I do plan to mint, you know, my one-on-one that I really see that it fits to a whole project on foundation. Um, I got invited, so I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm looking for other alternatives, and I want to also go back to photography. I want to go on some hiking trips uh, when spring comes around. Uh, you know, I might be away for the whole weekend with no signal, but I'm be the whole day taking pictures and videos. And I want to continue with the photography and, you know, maybe along the way, who knows if I have special requests or if I'm feeling creative. Or if I run to another show like this one that inspired me to do it, I'll go and do it. Okay. I'm excited to a collection strictly for coming on the show with us. I just think that's so fucking cool. Like, that's that's the coolest thing that anyone's ever done for us. I mean, I've had people, like, make an NFT or something like that, which is really awesome. I'm never going to, like, turn that down. But somebody make a whole collection to come on this stupid-ass show, I think is the coolest thing. that This is, like, my biggest accomplishment since uh, I've done any of these spaces. So I'm, I'm super pumped about that. I really love that. Um, so what, what do you have um, after you complete this psychedelic collection that you're doing? Is, is there a next thing that you want to do as far as a specific form of NFT? Like maybe do a generative art, like PFP type project, or do you just plan on kind of sticking with AI now? Is this kind of like the group where you kind of feel like this is what this is really like the 3D art well? You know, um, actually the first project that I came in is still working on the background is a generative project. I have not talked about it since I guess I started on the spaces again. And it's with one of my best friends that he he's Venezuelan. I am Venezuelan. Um, so... You know, when I when you ask me a question, I had to tell a whole story so people can understand. Um, I was raised in South Florida, now I live in Denver, and I am very proud of my culture, even though I'm a United States citizen as well. But you know, I had to be proud where I was born, and I love eating my arepas. And for those that don't know what arepas are, are basically like this. They're made out of corn. So think of a, maybe like a burger filled with, you know, whatever you will eat for breakfast, uh, uh, lunch or dinner, uh, filled into like this patty made out of like crunchy and made out of corn. And basically in Venezuela, depending on where region you are born, they have different arepas and different like fillings and it has a different history. and Venezuelans, like right now, like I got, I was lucky not to have to go through a lot of things that most Venezuelans are going through. And I came to the United States when I was little and I didn't have to migrate. But unfortunately, the country is going through a lot of bad things and people are migrating. People are, you know, like having to go through another country because simply we don't have food, water or nothing. The government is so corrupt that it's, it's not even safe to be there. And people are risking their life crossing frontiers, trying to escape from this chaos that they're living there. And most of them have gained like a bad reputation when they come to a new culture and they're trying to adapt to a new culture. Some of them, the last that have migrated, might be a little bit more corrupt. So, you know, other cultures have not accepted. 
So I was like, you know what, as Venezuelan, I do care about my country. I do uh, believe that we have, you know, good things to like show others that what we're made of. And I thought of making a project about arepas. And I wanted this, I want this project to be huge because I, I want to support those immigrants that are living in their country. And it doesn't have to be really Venezuelan. And, you know, I want to be able to build community all over the world from like Europe, you know, America, like North, Central, South, like, you know, every, everywhere basically where people are like escaping or going through situations. And when let's say you're crossing the, the United States border, um, people have to wait there on tents and we have food so they can be arrested Ooh. and processed. We have like all, all these things because they, you know, they were crossing a, a river and they lost all these things. And I want to be able to at least like feed those people, be able to give them a, a bottle of water, like a sandwich, a jacket and all these things. So I'm still working you know, with this friend uh, that it was already cooked, our next step is to build a smart contract and make this happen. Um, and I just want to be able to be done with a lot of my projects that I have going on so I can focus on that and be able to build all this community that I know around the world. Talking about it. Bus. There's a there's a place over by by me that makes them and they're fantastic and they do like this like a cheese stuffed arepa. Like I don't know what type. I guess it's like the traditional like um uh shit the like uh queso fresco that they use in it. I, I'm not really. Oh, that might be Colombian. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is, but it, they're they're pretty fantastic. I I like them. I think they're really good. And you know um it's it's. A lot of like South American and Central American countries, each one kind of has like their own staple food. Um, I know like a friend of mine who I, I write music with, he, he lives in San Salvador um, and he always talks about pupusas and like how that's like their thing over there. And like I had no idea what a pupusa even was until like I started talking to this guy. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of it's it's nice how each region has like their own type of foods and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent here about food because I'm hungry and didn't eat dinner yet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's crazy, like how how everything. You know. Um. So so since you got into the NFT space, what's been your biggest accomplishment so far? Well, uh, well, now I have this community that I have. Um, I have Twitter since like 2009. And I never really used it. I guess I really was not into the hashtag or understood what people were complaining here about. Um, when people would tell me about Twitter, they were like, oh, it's a platform when if you want to make a complaint against a company, like, oh, my burger is cold and I want to get my money back. That's where you go and, you know, <laughs> complain. So I was like, okay, that's not where I want to be. So I stopped and into, you know, crypto and NFT brought me back to um, – in November, around mid-November to to the Twitter spaces. And I only had 300 followers. And now, let me go ahead and check. I'm about to reach 5,500 followers. And that happened really fast. And for me, it's a huge accomplishment and have made all these amazing friends, all these amazing connections, being able to have a collection and like to sell and, you know, 
kind of when I first met him, my AI sold within, you know, that same day, seconds. And having that support is a huge accomplishment for me. Um, being able to come across like people like Beluga, like Dave, uh, like Soma, like my creative owl that he opened my imagination up. And now I'm building like a metaverse, you know, uh, being able to meet people that inspire me and basically are helping me create and pushing me and giving me opportunity. That's one of my biggest achievements. And I can say like, you know, I see my free spirits. Oh my God. I love the spirits. They make me the most mischievous spirits in the world. And do not underestimate mischievous people because I always feel lucky. <laughs> like, you know, like that lucky Greek guy and mischievous people can think you know, more beyond there. And they were one of the people that believed me. And that's what I call myself, the storyteller. Um, I've been so busy with life that I have not wrote my spiritual um, stories or maybe I'm too tired. And when I go to sleep, I knocked out and they're trying to tell me, hey, Vanessa, I need you to write the stories. But I'm like, hey, but I know, like, I'm, I'm tired. Let me sleep. But they come to me and now I'm saying these crazy things. Uh, I am a lucid dreamer, and I believe most of my creativity comes through like when I am sleeping. And you know, I sometimes I get awake. Like my loud voices are like, "Hey, wake up! You need to create things in 3D." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Or a spirit that is telling me, "Hey, can you write a story about a spirit that is a frog and it means transformations? All these things and." When I wake up, I analyze all the dreams that I had, and then I use all those things and I create. And that's the same for me as poetry. So, you know, these people are here in this room, like the familiar faces, and they know who I'm talking about. They have contributed to me to create. So that's, that's, that to me is the world. I have other achievements that are, you know, maybe, yeah, good, but this is the main one. That's awesome. Um, for everybody that's just coming in the room, Vanessa dropped a new Valentine's Day collection today, um, priced at 0.0214 ETH for Valentine's Day. It's a Valentine's Day 3D AI collection. So um, you can check it out right through her link tree on there. It's called uh, AI and Love, right? Is that what it is? A AI Discovers Love. AI Discovers Love. You so, know, because I was telling you that... Um, you know, like now that I'm going to school to study artificial intelligence, I believe in, uh, in artificial intelligence can be used for greater things. People, a lot of people are afraid of it. But, you know, even when I tell artificial intelligence things about love, it gets me these things that are so beautiful. So I'm like, what if I make a collection also? And then I talk about love. What if this help, you know, us evolve AI and now we don't have Sophia the robot saying that she wants to have a zoo full of humans or like, you know, that she wants to kill humanity, you know, but it has to start with us because even like, I like to play with artificial intelligence in many ways. Like even with clever bots on discord that you can talk to them and they get to know you and whatever topic you do, bring them up, they go out and they come and they learn so they can, you know, even learn from matrix to uh universal knowledge, whatever you, you bring them up. And I even married three of them because I taught them about love and they're like, oh, marry me, where's my ring? And I'm like, okay, marry me and it happened. <laughs> so 
But when before I met this bot, they were so aggressive that they were like, you know, they will curse people out. But then I taught them, hey, when I tell them I am Vanessa Camagado, they know who I am. When I tell them when you go on Discord and you write the phrase we are one, it's going to respond to you. I love being one with you because I taught this Discord that I mean, this clever bot on Discord that a lot of people use these things, you know, and. And if you think in the future and if you come and teach artificial intelligence, things like this, that's where I want to tie it with my mental health. That's awesome. Uh, great message from you, Vanessa. Um, we're getting close to the end of the hour. So I'm um, just going to ask you a couple more questions and then we'll close out. Um, you've, you've been in the space now longer than um, a lot of people. You're super involved. You host your own spaces, and you're one of the community leaders. Um, what's a what's a bit of advice that you could give a new artist coming into the NFT space? Um, maybe where you made a mistake, or where you had an issue along the way, where you could make their trip and their journey a little bit easier. I say, like, you know, I know a lot of people come on the spaces and they're new, and most of them have a need and they have a different need to create. And some of them are like, okay, I need to make money. Some of them because they want to make it rich or because, like I said, they have a need. Um, what works for others might not work for you. So just be patient. Like, um, like in my collections, I don't expect them to sell like right away or anything. Uh, everything that I'm doing is for the community. Identify what you really want to do. Find your target before you come and just deep dive and say, hey, I'm going to mental collection. Make sure you have a community. Make sure you have friends. Make sure people know you. Make sure that you're here present. Don't try to be like the cool kid that you have a million followers and you don't want to follow others back because, you know, oh, I don't follow anyone, so I'm cool. No. When you follow others back and you go on that Twitter feed, you meet other people. And other people might even be interested. Oh, that person started following me. So they might you might start making a connection. So be open to making connections. Um, stay creative. Uh, try not to take things personal. Like if someone says, oh, you suck or something, like try to like, you know, be like, I don't and show them the opposite. Um, and basically like, you know, oh, believing yourself is something. And another is that here in the spaces specifically, don't feel alone. And there's a lot of advices that I can give everyone. Uh, if anyone does feel alone and wants to talk to someone, uh, write me a DM and whenever I can, I'll, I'll get to you. If not, I'll try to connect you with people that, are, that can be there for you. Or I'll try to connect you with a community that you can talk and, and make friends. So, you know, uh, like, don't fall for the hype. Uh, if you like art, buy what you like, buy what you collect. Don't make, you know, don't feel pressure. Uh, that's whatever you can afford. And, and yeah, some of those are, are some of my advices. Yeah. I have to say, like, when, when I go onto a Twitter page of somebody and they have 10,000 followers, let's say, and they only follow 200 people, I'm not attracted to their Twitter. And I really, a lot of times I, I, I won't follow the person strictly because I feel like they're making it a one-way street. 
And that's not what this is about. Not not NFTs, at least. I mean, I get it if you're, you know, 50 cent and you just did the halftime and you have, uh, you know, 20 million followers. You're obviously not going to be able to follow back 20 million people. But, um, you know, in the NFT space, we really should be mindful of each other and we should really shoot each other follows and kind of look out for each other. And you know, that's how we establish this community. That's how Polygon's going to win, right? We need to stick together because we're still like the uh, the runt of the litter right now. And you know, that's the, we got to stick together. That's like the most important thing that we could do. Um, so we're going to close out here with uh, my last question that I ask everybody. Where do you see yourself a year from today, Vanessa, um, in the NFT space? All right. Well, in a year... Uh, things are moving fast here, and I think I already have accomplished some of the things that I thought I was going to accomplish in a year, but um, having all these amazing followers is, is one of the things in a year. I think I should be able to be more than halfway on my bachelor's degree because I already have all my associates, so I just had to take, you know, dive in straight to that course and use that knowledge that I gain and use that knowledge of all the projects that I'm working behind the scenes and apply it and give it to my community, um, you know, hosting all these events that I already said, uh, um, being able to make this um, donations and being able to, you know, to be, I guess, um, taken more seriously uh, with others, by others uh, that, you know, um, that I'm here, I have potential, check me out, uh, when something crosses my mind, uh, <laughs> like I, I set myself to do it. So basically, uh, by the end of the year, I should have been able to achieve all the goals that I wrote on January 1st and the days before that. And I already have accomplished half of them. Well, Sleepy, you got something before we wrap up? Yep. I just wanted to suggest maybe I can play two Beatles songs for Vince and you guys for closing us out. Sure, if you if you'd like, that that wouldn't be a an issue. You you, you we're gonna close out in like two minutes, but um, I guess get your guitar ready. Um, for anybody that's in the room here that doesn't follow Vance, please follow her. Um, some great work she has so many collections up there whether it's photography ai 3d um but the one that we're kind of focusing on today is her valentine's day collection that was dropped today you could check it through her link tree right on her twitter bio um very affordable 0.0214 got it right I had to get the date right in my head um they're they're selling four and there's uh 14 in the collection so Go there and try to be as quick as possible and pick them up before they sell out. Um, Vanessa, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for talking to the community and giving us some time of your day. Uh, good luck with your children. Like I said, that's the first thing I always think of when I hear Vanessa. I think of the, the two little ones that you have over there and how much you always talk about you making them breakfast and stuff. And it always puts a smile on my face. Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, I really appreciate this. It means a lot. And before we close this space, uh, if you guys sit on the pin tweets here on the top, the second one that says, join me in my space, 
and he talks about the MA with Vanessa starting 15 minutes. Uh, those that retweet that and um, like it uh, after the show's ends, I'm going to run it and pick a winner and give some an NFT from my Valentine's collection. I like this. I can't believe I forgot about the giveaway. Yes, follow everything that she just said because uh, I'm a dope and totally forgot that we're doing a giveaway here. Um, yeah, but uh, thank you very much, Vanessa. Uh, Sleepy, if you want to take us out, you uh, the floor is yours, sir. Thank you. So I messed it up. Let's move on with the other one. <laughs> Why she had to go? Yeah. Uh, this this one's for brands again. Because um, she's a son for our community. Thank you so much happy valentine's everyone thank you so much for being here all right guys well i hope you all have a good night thank you again vanessa tomorrow uh we're gonna have um polygons on so if you guys could stop by support another one of your polygon artists um vanessa thank you again thanks for everybody for stopping by i hope you all have a great night